Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Before I joined Mom's Life Made Simple, I was feeling kind of overwhelmed with my life. I had some really big goals and dreams, but I felt hesitant to pursue them because I felt like I didn't have the time to both be a good mom and pursue my personal interests. So I'd first been introduced to Chanel a number of years ago through a podcast that she did, and I always loved her insights and her attitude, and I just thought that she seemed like a really accomplished and value-driven woman, and so I jumped at the chance to join Mom's Life Made Simple so I could learn from her and nail down my own goals and dreams and figure out how I could achieve them while still being focused primarily on my home and on my kids. Um, After going through this program, I feel like I've been able to live more intentionally. The program helped me determine like what my goals were and what my priorities are. And I was able to establish habits and routines and systems that have really helped me in achieving those things. I'm taking better care of myself, my family, and my dreams now. I feel empowered to be the best version of myself. I've been able to dedicate additional time to my business without feeling overwhelmed or guilty. I still have times when I feel stressed or overwhelmed, but I know that I can get back on track and I have the tools to manage my time. So I feel like I'm overall more intentional about all the different areas of my life, including myself, my family, my spirituality, my business. And I really believe in myself and my dreams and in my ability to achieve them. Hello, and welcome to the Mom's Life Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Today, we are talking about if the voice in your head is telling you lies, don't listen. So I want to talk a little bit about what this sounds like. And I think it's so common, and I think we all deal with it, this little voice that tells us you're not doing good enough, you're not enough, you're not skinny enough, you're not a good enough mom, you're not um, doing enough at church or at the school or in the community or to keep your house clean or all these things. And when we find ourselves listening to those voices, it is so discouraging. And we find ourselves just feeling wanting to give up before we even get going because there's just such a a feeling like I can't win, right? Um, Those voices will try to tell you those kind of things. And um, sometimes there are different reasons why we might hear these voices. Sometimes we hear them because we're comparing. And this is especially true on social media when we are in our sweat and we're Um, you know, haven't showered yet and we're seeing people's perfect lives, it's just so easy to fall into that trap. But I think that comparison can happen in other places too. We also can run into that um, at any time when we come up against something that we don't feel really great about ourselves. Those voices in our head are very quick to point out how we're not measuring up. 
and the ways that we're falling short. Um, we can also hear that voice when we're really tired or we're not taking the time to replenish because that, um, when we're just kind of not at our best energetically, it's easier for those voices to sneak in. And um, I know for me, I have often felt this, especially when I was a really young mom, I felt it very often. And I I now equate that with the fact that I wasn't getting self-care. I was tired all the time and felt like I wasn't doing enough. But had I taken the time to get a little more rest, to do a few things now and then regularly for myself, um, I would have been able to quiet down those voices a little easier because it's kind of counterintuitive, right? Because if this voice is saying you're not doing enough as a mom and then you take some time to go do something for yourself, that seems like a contradiction. But what happens is when you're doing those things for yourself, you're building up resilience, you're building up strength, you're replenishing so that when you go back, and the kids are all crying and things are hard, you have that strength and inner peace of mind to quiet down the voice and to say, hey, I'm doing the best I can here. I am doing enough. Um, which kind of leads into my next thought of why we listen to this voice, which is guilt. We feel guilty if you spend time on yourself, if you spend money on yourself, if you spend energy on yourself or on your goals or doing anything outside of a certain realm that you have decided is what good moms do and what's okay, there can be this guilt that comes up that somehow you're not measuring up to the standard that you decided was the standard. Um, finally, another reason that we end up thinking that we're not enough and that we hear those voices is because we focus on the, our weaknesses. We focus on our mistakes. We let those things really grow and take precedence in our mind. And we see those so big, the places that we are not doing enough, that it kind of blocks our view. Um, I'm thinking about an analogy of, of a lunar eclipse. The moon comes in front of the sun and blocks out the light from the sun. And the moon is so much smaller than the sun, but because of perspective, because it's closer to us, it can actually block out the sun. And even though the sun is so much bigger, where I'm going with this is that that sun is all the good things you do. So many good things that you are doing already in your family and home and life. And the moon is those bad things, the time you yell at your kids or when you didn't finish the laundry and you just feel bad about certain things. And that little moon can go in front of that big sun and those bad, those things you don't feel good about, those bad things you did, right? The things you left undone or the things you didn't do perfectly can block the light from all the good things that you did. And when that happens, when those grow in your mind big enough to block out the light of all the good things, it's really easy to listen to the voices that tell you you're not doing enough. Um, so this is kind of the why behind it, why this happens. So how do you get over all of the voices that are telling you you're not enough or that you're failing at 
all the things, you're failing at motherhood, you're failing at the things that you really care about or that you're a bad mom. Um, number one, and this will come as no surprise, we touched on this a little earlier, and that's replenish. Take the time daily for self-care. That means you need to get enough sleep. If you wake up early to have a morning routine, if you wake up early to take your kids to school, you need to make sure you're getting to bed at a decent time at night. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld does a comedy routine that is so funny. You guys can look this up and I'll, I'll actually link to it in the show notes because it's worth watching. He talks about um, how morning, he talks about morning guy and night guy and night guy can do whatever he wants and he can stay up late and there's nothing morning guy can do about it because he's just the one who has to deal with the consequences and he wakes up tired and he's like, darn you night guy um and of course he says it much funnier but go and watch that but my point being at night that's when you determine how tired you're going to be the next day just go to bed like so often we stay up late doing things that don't need to be done our quality of whatever we're doing gets less and less as we get more and more tired so go to sleep wake up fresh in the in the morning and start over again um take breaks when you need to. You don't have to push to the breaking point. We are allowed to take breaks to figure out what works for us, to have fun before the work is done, and to get in whatever self-care we need. Um, For me, my self-care often includes my morning routine, scriptures, prayers, yoga, meditation, but also it includes taking breaks through the day. So um, in between work times, I'll go and sit outside. My favorite thing to do is sit in the shallow end of the pool um, in a chair and just put my feet in the pool and read a book. It's so just refreshing to me and it replenishes me and gets me ready to get back into work. Um, number two is schedule time for your goal. So I mentioned it can be hard for us to do this because we do feel guilty and we feel like, oh, do I really, should I really be taking the time to do this thing that I want to do? I want you to consider the idea that your goals, that the things that you want to do are put there by God. And we have to be careful with this because not every single thing that we want to do is put there by God. But we can ask, we can pray, and we can say, is this something that you want me to do? I, I feel this desire to do this thing. Is this from you? And if it is, then that's a green light, you guys. You are allowed to spend time on that guilt-free and to find the right amount of time to spend on it that works for you. But put that in your day. Schedule time. What do you need? Do you need help from someone to watch your kids for an hour? Do you need to turn Curious George on the TV so that you can get something done? Maybe that is how you schedule time. Definitely for me when my kids were younger, that is how I got free minutes here and there. And so I used that TV time very um, intentionally. I did never want to just have the TV on um, in the background because I didn't want my kids watching too much TV, right? So that time when the TV was on was uninterrupted time for me, and it was gold. It was precious, and that was how I scheduled time when I didn't have help uh, to get the things done I needed to. So um, finally, in this one, is just give time to what you feel called to do. When you feel called to do something, 
but you're not giving it the time and attention and energy it needs, you're going to constantly feel at odds. You're going to feel off kilter. You're going to feel like you're not quite living the way you want to live. And so put it in your schedule. Take the time to do it. Number three is define success. So what really makes you enough? What really do you want to say to those voices in your head that are saying whatever it is they're saying, that you're not doing enough, that you're not enough, or some variation of that conversation? What defines success for you? You get to decide. So when the voice says, you're not enough because, you know, you're not skinny enough, you can answer, you know what? At this phase in my life when I'm having babies and raising elementary school kids or wherever you're at, I want to enjoy ice cream with my kids. That matters more to me than looking like a supermodel. So thank you, boys, but no thank you. I reject that. I I am enough. Um, Whatever that conversation looks like, you get to answer and you get to say no. It doesn't define my success if there are dishes in the sink or if the laundry isn't folded. My success is defined by something else. And you can answer back to that voice. The more you do this, the more you're going to gather evidence to prove to yourself that you're doing a good job. The more you answer back, instead of letting it weigh you down and just, yes, I'm not doing enough and getting mired in those thoughts, answer back. One way that I find really helpful to do this is to write it down because it helps me see my thoughts. And so when I find myself just kind of spiraling and just generally feeling off, not feeling good, and I write down what's happening, I can see very clearly the thoughts that I'm having, and then I'm able to answer them. I feel that sometimes they just are too um, quiet or uh, too sneaky for me to be able to answer back. And so sometimes just depending on the day and the mood and whatever's going on, sometimes that's really helpful for me. So these three strategies, replenishing, scheduling time for your goals, and defining success are going to be super helpful for you to quiet down the voices. And if you want help implementing these strategies, this is the kind of thing that we do in Mom's Life Made Simple group coaching. My next group starts in September. And as we work together, you will find shifts in all areas of your life. You'll find that you're able to spend the time on the things that matter to you. And you'll find that you enjoy the things that you're doing a lot more. I've had so many great um, reports and feedback from the women who have worked with me that they have seen their marriage grow. They've seen their families be happier. They've seen themselves make progress on their goals, which is usually why they've come to me. But it has this ripple effect on all the areas of their life, on their spiritual spiritual natures or spirituality, on um, their personal connection and emotional resilience. So much can happen when you get rid of the things that are in the way and you focus on what really matters. So thank you for being here. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. Need some help making your mom life simple? I offer group coaching programs using my four-step method called the Mom's Method. This is a process of manifestation, organization, mobilization, and simplification that will give you the balance, progress, and joy you're looking for. 
Visit ChanelNielsen.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Chanel Nielsen Coaching. I love to hear from you. Reach out with your questions, your feedback, and let me know how I can help make your mom life simple.